Greetings and salutations. Welcome to Apocalypse Duds. I am your host, Connor Fowler. Uh, I'm the clown, I.O. <laughs> <laughs> and I am Matt Smith, and I am the curmudgeon, because I fucking hate everything. Yeah, and I don't, right? And so we're sort of trying, we're trying to respond to feedback, um, and I guess show a little of our personality which maybe doesn't come through in the interview because at least uh we don't try to talk that much right right so yeah, here we are an opportunity to talk a little bit yeah we're you know like we we have uh in working on this for the past year we've come to a minute um you know connor and i are always trying to get better and things that uh elevates the guests that we have on because they're they're the fucking important part but uh yeah connor and i are also people and we, we want to show anyone that that maybe thinks we're doing this via ai that uh we are in fact human beings so all of the jokes that we say sadly we wrote them all um, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're we're not stand-up comedians. We, we aren't. Are, we are. We aren't. We don't have a writing staff. Uh, it's just us. All of the copy is us. Um, and so I guess. Well, the first thing we wanted to talk about was the show's birthday, the one-year birthday of the show. I mean, since we published our second episode um, with with Peter. Uh, it's insane that we have continued to do this um, yeah, with, yeah. Support, <laughs> with support with yeah, support from uh, an increasing number of people. Right, it's fucking rad. Like we're Connor and I are literally just two fucking nerds that uh, somehow befriended each other and realized we had a whole lot of shit in common and like thinking on a bunch of various things that are similar. And yeah, we're we're now one year in. Uh, and how many episodes at this point? 24, 25? 26. 20, 26. I can't, it's been a year yeah. and I can't even remember. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah. Yeah. Thank and it, thank you. If it, it feels, it feels like my so, sober anniversary, you know, cause that's in the low digits as well. Oh, totally. Uh, totally. It's just like, uh, it's just as like a momentous thing. And, um, we really couldn't have done it without, I mean, obviously we couldn't have done it without people to listen to the show, but people have really supported us and people have really advised us and people have really helped us out with uh, this and that, you know? So we really appreciate it and we want to say thank you as many times as possible. Yeah, yeah. For everyone that has listened or recommended the show to someone, uh, that's subscribed, that's rated it on whatever platform uh, you partake, um yeah just genuinely like that we don't know what the fuck we're doing we're doing this because it's fun and because it's something that's like close to our heart and so you know in in 2023 you don't really know what growth looks like you don't know what uh what building something and yeah we just we're we're very appreciative of all of the newfound and long-term uh friends and homies that we've developed over the past year yeah yeah we've met i mean if nothing else we've met a ton of awesome people but like insanely by my by my metric like the show's a success you know more than five yeah. people listen to the show and so it is thereby a success and even more than that so it's really just like um amazing and we are 
excited to start the second year. I mean, in a much stronger position than we started the first. I mean, I feel like um, among, <laughs> among a very small number of people, we have name recognition uh, and that will enable us to get like different guests for the show. Um, Absolutely. So we really, Absolutely. yeah. So we have some stuff planned that I think will make everyone uh <laughs> proud of us yeah, yeah lot, lots on the docket and uh on that note before we just kind of talk about whatever the fuck's on our mind devolve at this point uh yeah before we devolve into our usual debauchery um we have started opening uh the floodgate to donations if you like what we're doing if you want to support us in some way um we this is totally DIY. We do it all ourselves. Uh, Connor fronts the the bill a lot of times, and I probably still owe him money. Um, but anyway, if you would like to, Water uh, the bridge. yeah, yeah, you know, we're, this is a labor of love on on many. Well, if you want to produce a high quality podcast, it's going to cost something. Right, right. We've got you know, <laughs> right. We pay for a hosting site um, and a way to record. We've paid for a couple of different microphones. I think the new ones that we got a couple of weeks ago, thank you, Connor, uh, are, are sounding much better. Um, but if you would like to support us in any way, shape, or form, we don't care if you send a fucking dollar. Like, if you get something out of what we're doing and you want want to hear more of what we're planning to do, uh, Connor's Venmo is... It's my name. And you'll know it. Uh, yeah. It's Connor Dash Fowler. Yeah. Um, and then uh, his PayPal is ConnorFowler at gmail.com. It's and, also yeah, my name. Right. Don't don't feel obligated, but hey, man, if you want us to, uh, you know, to be able to, to buy coffee or something like or, or tea in Connor's case, not a coffee drinker. Uh, right. We would we would appreciate whatever whatever you want to send. So with that, Connor. So now man, the groveling. Yeah, Sorry. now the pulling portion is done. Uh, <laughs> but Connor, what's going on today? So, one thing that I wanted to talk about today is my my FitPick process, which was really more obnoxious than even usual. Which usually it is very obnoxious, and other people are involved, and there's a tripod involved, all kinds of shit, right? And they still, it's like they still are fine you know what i mean they're not like they aren't masterpieces some people really have great work like some people have great locations and are good photographers and like whatever and actually like uh i don't know seem to understand what they're doing whereas i mostly just do whatever is convenient um but in any event i've seen these lockers at my school since i've been there they are like yellow not like a bad yellow like a nice school bus yellow Uh, yeah 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 a little more uh i don't know i guess a little brighter than that but in any event i set up a chair i because you don't want to ask somebody will you take my picture especially in an elementary school it just is awkward so there's the there's the phone on the chair with the coffee mug propping it up and i'm standing and you don't know how it's going to turn out because you're just pointing it at the thing and you run over there and stand over there for however many seconds and then right so they all sucked basically and now i've done this two times i think 
No, no, because then I asked the tall guy, and I asked this tall guy if he would take my picture, not thinking that he would like hold it out, basically. So he's right. kind of like looking down upon me. Uh, yeah, and I yeah. look like I look like even more of an imp than usual. In any event, very obnoxious. Not a successful day. So take the- I, there. There are ways that that I think you can figure out how to do it. I was I was a fan of the mirror photo for a very long time, which almost never looks good. But uh, but I digress. Yeah, the the Fitbit conundrum continues. And in twenty twenty three, we still haven't figured this technology out. Yeah, it's really, I don't know. I mean, I guess it's, I guess it's a lot of stuff. Like, uh, you can only control the sun so much. I never thought that I would be really doing this as a practice, which is what it is. Like, it is an obnoxious kind of meditative practice. Um, It's like a diary, you know? It's like, I have a diary of, I don't know, I think I have like 7,000 pictures in my FitPick folder. Yeah, wow, that that would overwhelm the fuck out of me. But uh, well, it I'm, just yeah. it just is so much. It just is so much time in my life. Yeah, it's true. But I mean, you know, this is this is what comes with having a gnarly camera in your pocket, literally all the time. Like this is right. You know, I I I have been posting fit pictures on various clothing forums and getting roasted, uh, admittedly a lot because I just don't give a shit. Uh, I like what I like. I gotta I go. Really I don't believe. I don't. I don't even buy but, this. Uh, dude, I, I was my 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 penchant for wearing like shortly cuffed uh, trousers and no socks, which I still enjoy from time to time. Oh, they ripped on you because they were like old. Well, yeah. I mean, style style forum, but also super future. Like I, uh, I guess it was probably like oh eight or oh nine when I like got my first uh you know my first smartphone and i would i would go on break and every day i would go get coffee at starbucks because it was the easiest and like i knew that i could go there and back in 10 minutes on foot and and enjoy a coffee but i would get you know i would ask a friend or or maybe use the timer i don't even remember at that point to like take a fit photo and i remember distinctly someone being like, no more Starbucks. And I'm like, dude, I'm just going to get fucking coffee. Like, this is this is the place that I go because it's easy. And I'm not I'm not supporting Starbucks, but like I'm not trying to promo them, but I like fucking coffee. So yeah, there's been and I'm sure if there are any listeners that are old super future, super denim people, uh, you will know exactly what I'm talking about. But this is yeah, this is the the new new world of uh, message board type things that we that we go through because we're all idiots well it is i mean it is a community like the instagram the discord it's a community and they are linked as well um i was going to say this i think discussion is an opportune time to launch something that we have been brainstorming i guess i have been brainstorming for a while uh which would be we haven't decided exactly what to call it first fit first fit photo i don't know what we'd like to collect from our listeners is go through your pictures and find the very first fit pic that you can find or like if there's a picture of you at 13 whatever wearing an outfit that you thought was especially cool and you got somebody to take a picture of it 
Um, it doesn't right. necessarily have to be like for a what are you wearing today thread. Um, but we think we would like to collect these and uh, it would give us a good way to build to further sort of community. And I think that everyone would laugh at each other and that would be nice. And that would be like a sort of saccharine uh, internet activity. Yeah, total, total. And Lord knows both of us have plenty of, uh, or, or various things, various points in our life that we can, we can certainly contribute. Cause Matt stunned for years. For years, for years. You wouldn't even know. You wouldn't even know who this person is. Uh, yeah, yeah. I've become more reclusive so, as I've gotten older, for sure. Yeah, hell yeah. Uh, and so, I don't know. I mean, I guess if people would, if people want to, they could send them to the Apocalypse Duds Instagram, and we would figure out a way to post them. I don't know if we would post them in, I guess we would post them in stories. Yeah, well, we'll, we'll like, like you can see the amount of thought we would put into like, this. Yeah, well, yeah, we we're still figuring out this whole marketing thing, but uh, yeah, we would we would love to uh, both see and contribute uh, old fit photos, cool shots of people wearing something rad uh, to the online menswear Discord. Yeah, uh, Connor, what have uh, what you been listening to this week? Oh man, uh, well, I have been listening to the Young Thug album. Business is business. Metro's version, which I would recommend over the original cut, um, very good. Like, Young Thug is a talented and immensely influential artist. And I don't know, it's just very sad that he is in prison. Um, and so he released this while he is incarcerated. And um, I don't know, it's Shit. not like that's that's like an uncommon thing um in hip-hop but it's just like god this this just is the way that it is basically but it's a beautiful album like there's a lot of really good stuff on it he the closer of the album is called sake of my kids which has been around for i think like five years now like as a lucy but um to have it finally like i don't know the official release uh is really like sad <laughs> it's extremely sad it's like really haunting it's uh i would highly recommend that song in particular i mean as someone that has uh basically stopped knowing anything new about rapper hip-hop in the past 15 or so years uh maybe a little bit less than that like the tracks that connor has sent me uh are fucking phenomenal and some of the samples and just some of the flow is is very reminiscent of the shit that I which is mostly well, 90s, it's like, like old old Atlanta. <laughs> yeah, it's it's nineties like dirty South fucking shit, which hundred percent I support. Hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, and I mean that is very the I guess young thug like origin. So it's good. It's I was happy that that came out because there has been a bit of a drought, I guess. Yeah, like I mean, I don't. You send me stuff all the time that I have no idea what what most of people or who most of these people are, I guess. Uh, but yeah, this was this was a nice like I don't know uh, breeze for me when I when I put on a couple of things you sent. Also, anything Atlanta about Atlanta, Atlanta's home. So you know, obviously down for that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, what about you? Um, I have. Well, Maybe actually, actually, 
if you would, yeah. I would like for you to talk about the song you recorded, uh, and then I think we should wrap it up. But okay. I right, uh, sure. If you want, sure. uh, I can. Yeah, yeah. Uh, actually, my my best friend Eleanor uh, also was like, "Yo, I'm sure your listeners would be like, hey." It's good to know that Matt is, is recording and writing and doing random shit with music at one time. Um, it's so, not random yeah, shit. I, it's like you have well, like shit, projects. But, you have like yeah, specific yeah, um, projects that you are dedicated to, and that is very important. Totally, totally. Yeah, it's it's honestly like probably the most fun that I have had, um, and the happiest that I felt in the, at least a decade. Um, yeah, I second I, to the show. Second to the show, of course. <laughs> second to the show, of course. Uh, the show is the show is also great, but it's just a, it's a good creative outlet um, that yeah. I have not uh, not really pursued for a very long time. Even though I, you know, that was my life for uh, you know for for fifteen or sixteen years. Um, but yeah, because Matt was yeah. also a touring musician. Another yeah, like, not, fun not fact. Like, like you know touring touring like that wasn't how i made you were not in the fucking rolling stones but you went on tour you know what i mean you know i i never made a fucking dime from any of it which is fine because it was it was my passion um you know booking shows going to shows playing shows uh i got to tour the you know the u.s a couple of times with uh foundation uh my old band before i quit before they blew up but i they were much better after I quit than when I was in the band. Um, but, you know, I got to mm. see a good bit of the country and like it was it, it was formative. You know, I was in my early, early 20s and like this was just what we did. We got in a fucking van and drove a thousand miles to play a show in wherever. But nothing. When, nothing when I was 18, for- I was excited that I could buy a carton of cigarettes. That's what I did. And I sat there <laughs> and I smoked the cigarettes. So it's a special yeah, experience. And it's also like, it's also your initiative, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, a lot of it was. And, you know, another another fun fact was I I was straight edge from 15 to 20. Um, and so this whole time, like when I was touring, like we were we were a straight edge hardcore band, uh, both of the bands that I toured. But, uh, but yeah, lately, like I've been... Um, I've been writing and playing shit that I don't really know how to describe in an easy way. Um, a lot of hardcore influence, uh, a lot of like noise, uh, unsane helmets, uh, you know, kind of like noise rock grunge, Melvin's kind of shit. Um, still, you know, still working on it, but I don't know. I got it in my head. It's like a, a very sad electric cowboy. Yeah, yeah. Like I, I want it to be loud and aggressive and. Um, but also emotive in a lot of ways. Like I, I, I yeah, it's like emo doom metal. Right. Right. Like, uh, yeah, maybe, maybe that's the description. Uh, I'm not sure. Um, but yeah, like just, I don't know. I, I'm, I am a student of music. Music is my first love and it, it feels good to be creating things like whether or not it'll ever go anywhere. I don't, I don't, I'm not doing this to like try to make money. I would love to record you know, record something and maybe play a show here and there. Um, but the past couple of days, don't know why this happened, um, but it's been in my head for a while to learn this particular Tom Waits song, um, who Tom Waits is 
possibly my favorite uh, person to ever exist. Like, dude just seems fucking gnarly in every possible way, and he's just, like, a true fucking weirdo. Um, so a couple of nights ago, I set out learning come on up to the house, and, you know, it's a pretty, like, uh, pretty orchestrated track on Mule Variations, uh, the, the record that is on with his from 99, but it, it really, like, has played a big part of my life, and, like, it's something that has come to give me comfort over the past year or two, um, and so I started, like, kind of trying to learn the, the basic chords that goes along with it, and uh, it culminated last night in doing um, a, a just very stripped-down guitar track, long guitar, um, a little bit of lead in this part of the song that has uh, harmonica, which I do not play, um, as kind of a, you know, lead part. And then I did a vocal, which I don't, that might be the first the first time I've ever tried to record vocals for anything. And I'm, I'm, I'm a singer in some ways, but like, I don't know. It just, it came out great. And, uh, yeah, for a first try, you, you could have done way, way, way shittier, or you could have just not ever done it. I mean, I'm pretty fucking proud of it. it And it sounds good. It sounds good. Yeah. It sounds really good. It's like, I don't know. We should find a way to put it up. Uh, it sounds as good as what, recording from a, a bad $5 Amazon microphone into the GarageBand app on handset. Um, right. But yeah, I'm, I, you know, it's not a, it's not something that like had a lot of, had a lot of lead up to it. I just kind of like, I don't know. I was a little tipsy one night and I was like, I'm going to fucking learn this song. And then it came out great. And uh, I'm pretty, yeah, pretty happy with it. And I don't know, maybe one day um, that, that will be something that, that, into fruition in a studio somewhere that's not me recording in a camper a terrible mic yeah well yeah it's all about progress that's life for a little uh, but i guess we will sign off now and we hope you enjoy the next segment of the episode which is an interview with uh nick andry the very talented nick andry so thank you Beaming into the studio today, one quarter of Alfargo's marketplace, Trad Outfitter, Cat Daddy, founder of Instagram's number one ska fan account, Tuskashi. There are some dots in there, uh, which we can discuss at a later time. Californian, shirt and pants wearer, and very, very nice dude, Nick Andre. Nick, welcome to the show. Thank you for coming. Yeah, of course, of course. How's it going? How's it going? Yeah, doing, we are, doing well, doing well. Yeah, we are thriving. We are really thriving, thriving today. This is thriving. start number two, I guess. It's start number one. We didn't have audio issues ever before. Right, this. Never, right, ever. right. This is a, a Soviet broadcast. <laughs> yes, yes. The state does not acknowledge we have had, the first broadcast. Yeah. <laughs> Radio yeah, Free USA. Right, right, uh, right. Yeah, right. Wait, so to, to preface things, Nick, we... we Cutter and I had a uh, a discussion about the ska thing, but can you deny or confirm that that is what the ska means? Absolutely, it's what it means. I have fuck no, yeah. I have no okay, all right, all right. No I'm team Nick no now. Kidding. Yeah, Listen, Nick is no team kidding. Matt on this this thing. Listen, we we had a discussion Listen. yesterday, and I was like, dude, like ska is amazing. Uh, I understand why people hate like third wave ska. I don't know if it's amazing. Uh, well, I mean, like, let's go 
back to like two to the Maytels and the like original Jamaican okay. shit. And then we've yeah, got yeah, 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 yeah. we got the English beat and the specials and the two tone stuff. Yeah. And then yeah. there's there's like the boss tones, man. Like they're classic. <laughs> I've seen real big. Sorry, I, I had to get that off my chest. Oh, absolutely. No, yeah. Uh, unfortunately, I I like ska. I do like ska. I can't. I, can't I, I fucking love ska, dude. I there there are every every single wave. Uh, there are bands that I absolutely adore. So, any anyone I, uh, that writes it off can go fuck themselves. <laughs> uh, this is a this is a Apocalypse Duds exclusive. Um, <laughs> exclusive. I like that. Uh, this is a tr- this is a this is a true story. Um, my twenty, I don't remember what one of my birthdays. Maybe maybe twenty twenty second or twenty third birthday was ska themed, mm. uh, and I and I had three costume changes uh, throughout the night. Uh, first wave ska, second wave ska, third wave ska. Okay, uh, all right. Multiple. I everybody had to wear a name tag uh, that um, incorporated ska. In their name, so it'd be so it'd be like Sconner. Wow! <laughs> wow! 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 So we can kind of end the show now, That's like it. after that. Yeah, we've That's done it. We we've done I everything. Did. I don't know how I never came up with that because I'm a notorious disliker of ska, uh, and so uh-huh. no ska person was ever like, "Shut the fuck up, Sconner." <laughs> no well, there's only well, there's only about fourteen of us. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, a lot of them weirdly went to my high school. A lot of them went to my high school in Edgewater, Maryland, which is a suburb of Annapolis, <laughs> which is a very, like, white suburb. Um, <laughs> it was very, very popular. Yeah. And well, so I well, didn't got, like it. Yeah, you got a couple in New Jersey, and I guess the rest of us were uh, stuck in L.A. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Southern California tends to be, like, uh, the, you know, the uh, place that, it's like a greenhouse for ska bands, even to this day, I feel. Burn it to the ground, burn it to the ground. <laughs> any, 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 anyone, um, anyone born uh, south of Santa Barbara would take a bullet for Gwen Stefani. Okay. I mean, I can yeah. respect the it. queen. I can respect the it. queen, the president, the governor, the, the, the commander in chief, Gwen Stefani. She rules. The minister she ruled. of information. Yes. <laughs> Man, I, I, I cannot. Minister I can't take on that fact. I, I will take that as, as your word. So, uh, Gwen Stefani, if you, if you ever want to come on the podcast and talk about, like, random shit with Gwen, a couple I, of fucking honkies, <laughs> let's do it. Gwen, I know you can hear me. <laughs> uh, is she still with Gavin Rossdale? Uh, no. She, they, uh, they got divorced. She's with uh, Blake Shelton now. Oh, that's oh, right. Wait, right. what? My uh, girlfriend always tells me about this. Ten years. Uh, yeah, I, yeah, I knew this we fact. Talked about I, rel- we, we talked about relative. We, we talked about very relevant topics on the show, uh, like Bush. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, no doubt. No doubt. Uh, Bush. Audio I mean, slave. Uh, yo, <laughs> I unironically love Audio Slave. I I, I can't slave, deny that fact. It's it's half of Soundgarden and half a Rage Against the Machine. What what can go right. wrong? And so it's I'm not saying it's a hundred percent of either of those bands. I'm saying that like fifty and fifty, 
there's not any way that it's going to be worse than fucking Creed or Nickelback or Trapped. I'm that saying it's enjoyable. Compare, you can't compare anything. You can't compare Revolver anything, Tom Morello. Yeah, well, we're going to talk about Velvet Revolver. I mean, like... I <laughs> this might know, be the greatest I feel intro like to our show that we've ever done, Connor. Just, just saying. Just saying. <laughs> I Maybe feel like Velvet Revolver got trip. closer to their, to their dream. Uh, was their dream yeah. being bad? Right. Well, their dream it, was exactly. like being a new age Guns N' Roses. So bad. Yeah. I, I, well, I guess they were fantastic. bad. I will, fight, I will fight anyone. I will die on this fucking hill. Audio Slave was great. Uh-oh. Or at least that first record was great. Audio Slave is good. With Cochise like on it? Was what? Isn't uh, that the lead single from that album is Cochise? Cochise. Uh, no, like the lead stone. single is like... was like a stone. Yeah, uh, like I said, was one, and then first, and then they had. Sorry, I gotta Google this shit. Uh, they had <laughs> like a stone. They had I am highway. They had show me how yeah. to live. Coaches. Yeah, that yeah, like see, those are the guys, top man. four, of course. Yeah, but I'm not, a, I'm not a true Chris Cornell fan. I'm sorry. I mean, he's I, fine. Of the grunge, of the grunge vocalist, he is not in the top three. You know, I, I can't have this Brad conversation Wilk. right now. Quick, uh, quick shout out to Brad Wilk, Prophets of Rage. Yeah, okay, dude. Yeah. Brad Wilk's yeah. fucking great. Yeah, uh, Connor and I are both unappreciated, probably, underappreciated, yeah. underappreciated. Uh, I just Wilk. remember that first video, on, and I was like, "This is some of the coolest shit that I've seen since like the heyday of grunge." And I was like, "Wow." Like, this is 2002, and these people are, like, setting shit on fire and uh, performing at the top of a construction site. Anyway, sorry. Yeah, uh, fucking, I, I took yeah, that into another direction. We did not even talk about that. Um, Nick, so we, we like to start uh, every episode with what we call the ensemble investigation. Uh, so what mm-hmm. are you wearing today? Uh, head to toe, toe oh. to foot, whatever. Oh my god, I wore the worst outfit on there. I wore two, I wore two outfits. Wore two you outfits. can also lie uh, if you would like to, but we, we like the uh, truth. I'd like to lie. I'll tell the truth, honestly. <laughs> uh, I, my, 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 my job, you know, I gotta wear, I gotta wear long pants. I gotta wear like a, a button-up shirt and everything. I work in a, like a high-end tailoring shop. Um, I guess, uh, my, my, well, my work outfit wasn't too bad. I was wearing like a nice madras pop over like multi multi-paneled uh, madras kind of kind of a washed uh, color uh, top uh, I was wearing some nice olive trousers uh, in like a nice cotton drill lightweight uh, and I was wearing some Belgian loafers on the bottom some dark brown suede um, and you think that's the you think that's a terrible outfit no 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 the outfit I'm wearing I wore to work and back from work and I'm wearing right now. Uh, which is the reason why I, I, I'm glad that the cameras are off. I was scared. I was frightened. Um, I, 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 I was I was like, oh, man, everyone's going to see my shame. I'm wearing a uh, – I'm just going to rip off the Band-Aid. I'm wearing, like, a size, like, three sizes too big, like, punk band T-shirt uh, from a local Brooklyn band called Balaclava. Shout-out Balaclava. Uh, total, total cease and desist uh, special, like – got mickey mouse on the front with a ski mask on okay uh, wow. pretty sick pretty sick we I, I'll, I'll send a i'll send a photo i'll send a photo for the, yeah uh, to you gotta send me a link too 
Absolutely, yeah. Shadow Bal- Shadow Balaclava. Um, oh, wait, we're, we're is getting, this a... We're, we're getting Brad Wilk on the show. We're getting uh, Gwen Stefani on the show. We're getting Balaclava on the show. Bring Sick. him on. Uh, Hell yeah. Uh, uh, that's, not, that's not the most embarrassing part. Uh, the, the more embarrassing part is I'm wearing some, like, cut-off khakis, like cargo... I've seen the cut-off... I've seen the cut-off khaki, and... I like it. I mean, I think it's like it's a step in the wrong direction, right? But yeah. it's good. Uh, these ones are not good. Uh, these are like these are like some some hardcore like this is this is dad length. Like uh, I was given these as a gift. Uh, oh, my cat just meowed at me. See, my even my cat is so disgusted me. She. <laughs> um, uh, hi, Dottie. Uh, yeah, these are like some dad length. I, I don't I don't post photos of these. Uh, yeah, these ones are these ones are making it to the Instagram, <laughs> right? Uh, but yeah, they. I mean, I I also yeah, pretty, like I don't want to get ahead ahead of ourselves, but it's looking you, pretty rough. It's looking pretty rough. Yeah, like it's fucking summer, dude. Like, <laughs> yeah, you, you have a you have a job to get to where you have to look presentable. If you wear a suit or a, a sorry a sport coat, jacket, tie, trousers, whatever the fuck. Get on whatever train car you have to get to, and then get to work, and you're a sweaty mess. Like, probably not the best look. True, true. Thank no you. shame. I, I appreciate. That's that. what I'm saying. It's no shame. Like, yo, Point there's shame. plenty of Point people. Shame. Yeah, <laughs> you know, that's good for like walking your dog or hanging around in the house. Whatever. Uh, <laughs> I don't have a dog. <laughs> <laughs> hanging out with the cats. Hanging out with the cats. So Nick, go for it. One, one, uh, one, uh, one, one uh, of the of the uh, uh, one big part of my job is uh, the the customer snappy. You have to you have to be not only up to like management standards, but you also have to be up to a higher standard, which is like the customers, um, in the sense that uh, the people that shop at our shop are like not afraid to talk sh- to your face about your yeah. outfit. Like they will tear you apart to your face. Oh, totally. I yeah. I yeah. only understand. Yeah, it's it's totally like it's totally like grumpy grumpy old guys um, that are shopping there. Uh, yeah. And so uh, the the first and only like official complaint I've ever gotten at this job. Um, it was like three or four weeks into my tenure, and I was wearing like khakis, loafers, Oxford, like tucked in with like two or three buttons, like unbuttoned. Right. And, um, you know, just, you know, pretty standard, pretty standard. Just like, you know, it's hot. I got a couple of buttons undone. Uh, apparently, one of our customers pulled my manager aside and um, just pointed at me and had a disgusted look on his face. Wow. Yeah, and he go uh, and he points at and he pointed at me with like utter contempt and just looked at my manager. Doesn't he know that the buttons on the shirt go to the top for a reason? <laughs> <laughs> and that's like the worst. I thought it was gonna be like t- Jesus. That's fucking terrible. Oh, we've oh no, there's there's worse. There's, I don't I, I I don't I don't know if it's for public consumption. But there's a no no no. Not saying public. like oh my god, that's not that bad. But like, oh my God, what a thing to fucking say anything about in the first place. I know, I know, yeah. I know, I know. You know what I mean? It's like still an insane thing to do and a huge overstep of personal boundaries. I, I, look, looking, looking at, looking at my shoe rack. I got this big, like twelve, 
tear shoe rack thing. Um, they've got these leopard slippers from Saba. Get, you know, some go-to, like, cool, like, some shoes, like, kind of wacky. Um, mm-hmm. I remember uh, this this guy, another another crotchety kind of older fella, um, he looked at my slippers and he was like, he's like, God, you wear those outside? And, like, you wear those walking on the street? And I was like, yeah. And he said, well, son, back in my day, we would have thrown rocks at you for one like that. (laughs) 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 I was like, what the the fuck are you doing? (laughs) Just the sheer audacity. Yeah. The caucasity. The fucking caucasity. (laughs) Ridiculous. Yeah, not yeah, a... Always got to make sure the fit's on point. Always got to make sure the fit's on point. Right, right. Because some fucking rich white fuck that doesn't know how clothes should fit <laughs> is going to criticize you. And then, yeah. The thing is, that... the thing is sometimes, though, they're, they're outdressing. They're outdressing. Oh, totally, yeah, totally. We got, we, got, we, got, we got dandies that come in there. We got we got the real, like, sprezzy looks. Yeah, know? yeah. We, you we, we you got... end up meeting all kinds, and the, the non-assholes make it so much more worth it. Oh, hundred percent. There's this guy Bob who's like a who's like a regular. Uh, Bob Bob is one hundred percent colorblind. Okay. Uh, he does. He he he, he, he he has no idea. He has no clue. He has no clue. Um, like he he'll 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 take a look at like a coat or like a shirt or something, and he'll pull you say, "Um, what 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 color is this? What color is this?" It'll be like, "Is this blue and orange?" And it'll be like, uh, "Bob, that's red and green." Um, <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> and it'll just it'll go oh all right well i'll take it anyways um but my favorite outfit that bob wore uh this was last summer uh bob was wearing a seersucker sport coat seersucker shirt seersucker tie seersucker vest seersucker pants uh that were all different widths and colors of oh no no, no, okay. it was like it was, it was, it was amazing. Like, in yeah, the I mean, Alan Flusser would back that a hundred percent. A one, one thousand percent, one thousand percent. Like, it's like a fun shirt to the maximum. One, th- yeah, one thousand percent. He's just he, like, he's next level. Okay, next level. all right. Shout out Bob, dude. That, that was like, shout out Bob. Shout Tell out Bob, Bob that that he should come on the Apocalypse Studs podcast because we want he, to talk to his love ass. It. You know, he's a Dude. regular. I'll, I'll talk to Bob. Totally down. Totally Set down. it up. Bob, he can uh, spin so, it. He can spin it. Uh, Nick, uh, where are you from and where do you live now? If we didn't double old stuff. Uh, oh, it's all good. Uh, I'm from uh, Redondo Beach, California. Um, it's like a, eh, not like a small town, but it's like a, it's basically like a suburb of Los Angeles in the South Bay. Um, okay. Kind of close to Lawndale, Gardena, Torrance. Shout out, shout out, shout out, South Bay. All, all, all everybody, listen. What's up, guys? I've, I've been uh, to and or played really, a show uh, in Torrance, so I, I know the <laughs> South up? Bay. I said I've been to or and or played a show in Torrance, so really, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I think I can't remember. I was born it was in year, very long ago, but Southside or South Bay, LA, like special place. Special place, special place. So special that I had to escape to Brooklyn, New York, where I'm living right now. Uh, <laughs> nice. And I and I'm very happy, and I will not be going back. <laughs> well, uh, we're happy to have you on the better coast. Yes, Absolutely. yes. East Coast is the best coast. Um, uh, quickly, uh, what, what neighborhood in Brooklyn do you live in? 
Uh, currently Williamsburg. I'm a I'm a bougie okay. I'm a bougie boy. Nice. All right. Not mad about I, it. I, I hit it. I hit a big. I hit a big on the uh, on the COVID deal. So I've been here for three years, and then before this, I was in Bushwick, uh, just before COVID. Yeah, I bet that was uh, a time. It was something, but you know, stuck here through it. Said fuck it, not gonna, not going back. I found my place. I'm staying in it. So yeah, yeah, definitely here. seems to suit you. A thousand percent. Yeah, sitting, sitting, driving cars for four hours a day. Not, not my scene. Not my scene. Yeah, yeah. No, I don't. Uh, um. So I guess we can start at the beginning. Uh, or at least as you remember, what is the first memory of clothing that you have? This is this is a tough one. This is a tough one. It doesn't have to be precise. I mean, if there's something like that stands out, uh, there's there's like there's two or three there's two or three that come to mind. Um, the f- earliest one I can think of is pretty nonspecific. Um, I used to just go with my grandmother to Goodwill every time my grandma visited me as a kid which was like once a week or something like that we'd always go to goodwill and look through all the racks and everything and you know pick 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 a couple pick a couple shirts out stuff like that mm-hmm. um, yeah that's that's really like that's like that's like toddler toddler level memory so, s- s- smells and sounds and stuff like that not really like anything specific but yeah sure other than that a more specific one when i was a kid was um I remember I went to a wedding for the first time with my dad, and he taught me how to tie a tie. Uh, I think it was a, it was either a full Windsor or half Windsor. Uh, but I remember having to. He was like, "I'm gonna make sure you know how to tie a tie forever. It's like riding a bike. You'll never forget that." My dad doesn't tie. Um, <laughs> and yeah, I remember for like 40 minutes as like an eight or nine year old. I had to like sit in front of a mirror, maybe even like an hour, and just tie, untie, retie this knot, and like get it perfect every time for like a long, 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 long ass time. And maybe I don't... And maybe that's why I was anti uh, uh, suits and ties for for the majority of my childhood up until adulthood. Uh, yeah, that's probably the earliest memory I have. Uh, the other one. Uh, this was this was, this was when I was a teenager. My mom brought me to uh, like a like a strip mall kind of um, with mm-hmm. a bunch of clothing stores and gave me like a hundred bucks and was like, "All right, you ever want to get laid? <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna pick out some new clothes." And I was like, "Oh, what's wrong with what I'm wearing now?" And I kind of like looked down. I'm wearing like a camo Gap hoodie with some like plaid cargo shorts. <laughs> and I was like, "Ha." Huh. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> and yeah, that's probably, yeah, those are probably the core three, like, young, early memories of, like, clothing slash fashion-related stuff I can think of. The you... uh, thrift store is big. Oh, yeah. I, f- so I Cal, feel like... SoCal Goodwill, it hit different. It's like, yeah, a, it's like I... a fucking warehouse. Yeah, it's, like, very bad, at least in Baltimore. Like, they're shut for the most part they're closed but i think that um on the west coast there is like i don't know it's like the land of plenty (laughs) it's it's crazy over there you know it's like there's so many like 
thrift, like secondhand shops, and like you know they they've got a ton of stuff if you know what to look for. Um, especially even still in LA, I feel like um, you know the the getting the getting's still good. I think it's just there's so many fucking people there. Yeah, and yeah. There's so there's so much space, and they're so huge. And yeah, I don't know. You can you can still you can still find some good stuff over there. You know, at least at least it was like that last time I was probably three or four years ago. By this point, you know. Yeah, and I'm sure yeah. that not a huge amount has changed, but I know what you <laughs> I know what you mean. Yeah, it's crazy. Every everybody's into vintage now, like awesome. But uh, you know, it 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 can get hard to find those like little like gems, you know. Hey, I say fucking, you know, every everybody should be uh, everybody should be uh, getting those gems, you know. Totally. Well, totally. Uh, a a a populist uh, vintage gems approach. <laughs> I'm a man of the people. Yeah, that's what I'm okay, saying. Okay, everyone, yeah. everyone should get a fucking 1992 Dale Earnhardt long sleeve, or whatever, whatever kind of shit people are looking for. Damn, you're. You know what? I have. I literally have a Dale Earnhardt like hand stitched denim shirt that I found in some trash heap sitting. Yeah, in the they're, they're, right next to me. <laughs> raise hail, praise Dale, motherfuckers. Raise hail, praise Dale. Exactly. Exactly. You fucking get it. Hell yeah. I got I got the Jeff Gordon racing jacket too. Dude, yeah, yeah. Well, in my household, Jeff Gordon was a uh an an arch nemesis, I will say. Public enemy number one, I remember. Public enemy number one Democrat. Yeah. Well, (laughs) not even just that, just like old head NASCAR fucks were like Was he a Democrat? Was he a Democrat? I I, think left, right? Mate, they mostly turn left, right? I mean, Stupid. there's like <laughs> N- NASCAR is the fucking biggest <laughs> shit in the country, professional sports wise. Like that is not a disputed fact. Is that and true? So, is that true? Yeah, it, it probably. I, I'm. I'm. I don't have sources. Football? They. They. It has more been. More than pickleball. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> oh Jesus! Uh, to my knowledge, which. Maybe I'm not accurate in 2023, but it has been the largest and fastest growing professional sport in the country for like whoa, okay. years. fastest growing and largest are different. Well, no, 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 both. Like it's Let's it's see. one of those things. Like may, maybe I'm misremembering. I don't know. Like I said, I don't have sources, but I wouldn't be I wouldn't be surprised. No, not at all. Not at all. Uh, not I'm my thing. It up. Uh, Lewis Black talks about like going uh, to or filming a special in Atlanta, and he was like, everyone was going to the race because that they wanted to watch cars do what they're supposed to do, which is drive, <laughs> rather than sit in traffic. So that's my view on that. <laughs> there's crazy, there's some crazy NASCAR jackets out there, though. Dude, no, oh, it's, dude, it's, yeah, it's, and, and it's football, it's NFL. Okay, so NFL is the most yeah, popular. Yeah. One hundred twelve million TV viewers. Do you do you do you, do you guys think uh, football gear is cooler to rock or NASCAR gear is cooler to rock? Uh, I don't rock. I wouldn't. I, it's stolen valor for me. Like I don't wear sports shit. Not even Raven stuff. No, dude. I don't like. I don't. I don't associate with sports at all. You're not rocking the Ray Lewis. And it's like I am happy if the Ravens are winning, but if they are losing. I don't lose sleep over it or scream about it as some Damn. people do. I'm not yeah. relatable, honestly. 
You Follow are a sports it. person, right? I'm a huge sports guy. Yeah, huge. which I think you are. You have this is one of the reasons that I wanted to have you on this show is because you have uh, you contain multitudes. I contain multitudes. Yeah. <laughs> right. I mean, I wouldn't have expected in a million fucking years that you would be a sports fan. I'm a fucking hockey, baseball, fucking fanatic. Well, and Matt loves baseball too, but I don't but never Matt says Braves? it. <laughs> Uh, I, I did at one point. Um, I don't. I don't have the time or the like headspace to keep up with sports. Uh, but I also enjoy watching sports. Like, mm. I, I, I when I was a kid, I could tell you a million things about like various stats and whatever of various sports. Uh, today, like I enjoy them from from like a third party perspective. Mm-hmm. But uh, I, I will were rep like, Atlanta like, no matter what. What? I was going to say, were you obsessed with, like, uh, Chipper, Chipper Jones? Um, no, so Chipper was kind of after my time, actually. Like, okay. Steve Avery, Greg Maddox, Tom Glavin, like, Fred McGriff, uh, Otis Nixon. Shout out Crime Duck. Shout out Crime Yeah, just, like, like, I grew up in the 90s, mostly. So, like, you know, the, the when, when the Braves were, quote-unquote, America's team, and they were winning everything... Uh, up until yeah. I choked in the World Series. Like, that was my peak. They won in 95, though. They didn't win in 95, yeah. Uh, but, yeah, like, that's that was kind of my, my era. But I, I keep up with it tangentially. I don't, uh, don't devote a lot of time to any sport. Did you go crazy when they won a couple of years ago? Uh, I, I didn't go crazy, um, but many fireworks were shot in the city. And, like, I was stoked. <laughs> Because that was also the same year that uh, UGA uh, won the national yeah. championship. You know, like, th- there's... Uh, I sell sportswear because it it's reminiscent of, like, my youth. So I uh, I appreciate when, like, shit like that pops off. But, I, gotcha. yeah. Hmm. Yeah, the yes. fucking Braves, Braves beat the living shit out of my Dodgers on the way to that fucking championship. Yeah, they they really did. They really did. But they I mean, all things considered, the Dodgers have probably been better overall for their you know their existence than the Braves have. So, <laughs> I mean, Atlanta sports in general. All right, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna cut too deep. I'm not gonna. It's it's fun. It's fun. We're we're uh, <laughs> a very devoted, very small fan base that loses any interest whatsoever when the teams suck, and the teams often suck. <laughs> Rest in peace, Thrashers. <laughs> Rest, rest in peace, Atlanta Thrashers. I will say the Thrashers gone, like, gone but not forgotten. They were they were so fun and like uh, I I talk to other people about this often, but I think that a hockey team could be supported now because of mm. just where we are as a society and like the uh, the MLS team, Atlanta United, like they have set yeah. records for attendance and shit, and I'm like. A hockey yeah. team could come here now and be like, "Yo, this is this is fucking awesome," and there's enough like transplants that love hockey to support them. Mm. They were not there at that point when the Thrashers were. Yeah, it's a it's a shame, you know. I mean, Ilya Kovalchuk and all those guys were there too, and it's like, yeah, just yeah, work out. They yeah, ship, it, ship them off to fucking Winnipeg, eh? Yeah, Winnipeg <laughs> and. I mean, before that, we had, like, in the 80s, we had the Calgary Flames. Or, sorry, the Atlanta Flames. Yeah. Calgary. 
And it's like, ew, we've tried this twice and it hasn't worked, uh, sadly. But I don't know. Damn. I don't know. Anyway, this this conversation has taken a thousand different fucking directions, which we're not seeing, but I'm, well, I'm down with it. <laughs> so, we uh, can get back to it. We can get back to it. So, Nick, um, I think we need a little bit of background because you mentioned like a pretty obscure punk band, that uh, t-shirt they're wearing. Um, so... <laughs> Number one, like, what's like? How did you get into obscure punk bands? And number two, how how did someone from the South Bay of LA uh, find themselves in Manhattan or uh, in New York in general? Yeah, uh, honestly, you know. Hmm. So the place place where I'm from, Redondo Hermosa, is known as kind of like the birthplace of garage punk slash like beach punk. So like. Black Flag, Descendants, Pennywise, Circle Jerks, all the, like, kind of OG, like, garage, like, pretty, pretty hardcore. Um, probably a couple couple years before, you know, like, Minor Threat and, you know, Fugazi and all those guys uh, were, um, you know, playing. Uh, yeah, they all started in uh, South Bay, and my mom kind of uh, hung out with them, hung around them. She's hanging out with, like, Henry Rollins a lot. Dude, that's and, like, fucking sick! <laughs> yeah i mean my my mom's pretty cool you should get her on the show honestly she'd she'd love it dude uh, please way please. cooler than i am way cooler You're getting than guest am. after guest uh yeah let's, I know, let's get her I know, on I, just I, only I, have her talk about the like late 70s early 80s south basin well totally uh i i know i know i've gone on about 14 different tangents but um uh my mom uh so my name nicholas uh it lacks an H, much like movie star Nicolas Cage. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I'm actually I'm actually named after Nicolas Cage. He went on a date with in the late '80s, uh, kind of like Moonstruck. Wow. Nicolas Cage. Uh, yeah. Wow. You and sound I, I a little bit like Nicolas Cage now that I think of it. That's pretty fucked up to say, honestly. <laughs> oh no! What a charming man! What a charming man! My God! <laughs> There are people to be compared to. My namesake, my legacy. The thing is, I thought. Yeah. The thing is, I thought it was a joke until I was like 20, 22, and then I think I made a comment about it, and my sister goes, "You know, it's real." I was like, "What?" She goes, "You know, that's real. You know, it's not a joke." I was like, "What?" And yeah, my mom, my mom told the told the story. They met like at a at a club, and then they like went out for dinner and stuff and like went on a date she was like he was the coolest guy showing he was the coolest guy i ever went on a date with he was so smart like funny like so like artsy and like god he was perfect <laughs> was, wait was, wait, like, wait 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 sorry i gotta stop you artsy for yeah. nicholas cage you know what the thing is though is i never got it and then he because he famous he doesn't do interviews like right, he famously right. like just doesn't do anything. We gotta get him on the did, show. He, you gotta get him on. Uh, he he did a couple interviews a couple years ago. No, not even a couple years ago. Like last year, year before, to um, promote that um, unbearable weight of massive talent or whatever. Like the one where he mm-hmm. plays, he went on kind of like a mini media tour, and like I watched some of the interviews and I was like, I fuck. okay, all right, I'll I'll believe you like, from secondhand knowledge. Yeah. Yeah, because I'm like, because I'm like, 
I'm like, how the fuck can you think that like Nicolas Cage is artsy? And then like you watch this interview, and they're like, how, they're like, what do you like? Like you're known as kind of like a crazy wacky guy, like Nick Cage. Like you know, they're like trying to keep it light. They're like, you're a wacky guy. What makes you so wacky? Like why do you act so wacky in roles? Like oh, it's because you're like a funny guy. <laughs> and, 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 and you know, like oh, uh, uh, and Nicolas Cage is like. Uh, it's actually because I, uh, you know, I watch a lot of German expressionistic uh, silent movies from the. <laughs> it's, like, it's, like, uh, like, it's like, what the fuck? He's like, yeah, like, uh, you ever seen, like, the cabinet of Dr. Like, Caligari, like, German expressionist movie from 1922? Okay. All right. And, wow. And it's like, and it's like no. <laughs> yeah. That, like, that well, movie was in the me. one film class I ever took, so I, uh, I know exactly what he's talking about. Yeah, he's like, he like, he's he's like, yeah, like if you watch it, you'd get it. Like, like it's like, damn. <laughs> wow. Like, all right, mom, I get it. I believe that though, right? I mean, he hasn't always been like a parody. No, I mean, he's film royalty. He's a Coppola. He's Francis right. Coppola. You know, director of Apocalypse Now and like The Godfather, like it's his nephew, so it's totally like, yeah, I guess you know it makes sense. Just like so fucking crazy, <laughs> and that's what right. my mom said. I was like, why? I was like, why don't you? Why didn't you ever go on a second date if you thought he was like so cool? And she just looked at me and she goes, he was fucking crazy. I knew I wouldn't be able to take it. I was like, oh. <laughs> uh. I was like that. I was like that. Um, but anyways, oh my god, sorry, that was like a. That was the fourth no. five-minute tangent. That was the fourth five-minute <laughs> tangent. Five we are minutes. here for it, but uh, please, okay. please continue. <laughs> you know, try, trying to, you know, I'll, I'll try and speed things along. I'll try and keep my, keep my words <laughs> to myself. Uh, yeah, you know, from the birthplace of punk rock, uh, or garage punk, I should say. My, my apologies, my apologies. Uh, <laughs> Minneapolis, sorry. Don't mean to disrespect uh, Iggy. Uh, sorry. Uh, but, um, yeah, yeah. Uh, I think there's still kind of that scene still alive, maybe not thriving, but definitely alive in the South Bay. At least, at least it was when I was growing up, and you know, I was kind of like a weird little kid or whatever. You know, um, yeah. So I think I just kind of fell into that crowd to find a place with other like weird little kids, and yeah, kind of spun on from there. Okay. All right. uh, being a being a little being a little punkster, I had the whole mohawk and leather jacket, you know, the boots and like everything. Yeah. Do you have Do you have images of that? I have a couple. I think I I've wish... seen. I think I've seen some actually. Oh yeah. I'll yeah yeah. I'll I'll send a couple over. I mean, I wish I had more. That's really like my number like twenty four regret in life is not having more images of me when I was like a hardcore like crusty. Um, oh fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> Because I used yeah. to be, because I, I was like a pretty hardcore, like total like shit show, you know. Um, God, I just I wish I had more pictures, but I but I don't. But you know, just picture me with like a mohawk and unfazed. It's not too far off from today, honestly. <laughs> it sticks with you. It sticks with you. Yeah, I use soap. Uh, I use soap uh, uh, consistently now, which you know, yeah, it's big. Yeah. No. <laughs> Right. I wasn't I wasn't into that part really, but you know the hair and a lot of clothes, yeah, for sure. So how did you end yeah. up in in Manhattan, like working with uh, old dudes that like to criticize you for unbutton, you know, unbuttoning three uh, buttons on your shirt? <laughs> Honestly, I kind of 
worked from how do I put this? I kind of like worked my way from the top down and then have been moving back up. That doesn't make any fucking sense. Uh, I was okay. There's kind of like two prongs to this. I became more interested in clothing and fashion, maybe 2011, 2012, uh, kind of like mid late teens. Um, you know, just I don't, I don't know. I think in general, I think I might have watched like maybe it was closer to like 20, 2018 or something like that. But you know, I did the classic like watch Fight Club or like something, or watch like a string of movies and be like, oh man, like wearing a leather jacket would be sick. You know, kind, right, of fell into, right. kind of fell into it that way, you know. Plus the whole, like, punk thing. Like, oh, you know, it was a pretty natural progression. Um, but, yeah, I've been active for a long time, like, online. I've always had been fashion, but uh, I guess I didn't fully commit. Uh, I actually worked kind of in, like, an auto shop uh, coming out of high school. I was, I was a mechanic, uh, and I got my certification and was like, fuck, this is, like, terrible. Uh and so I went from that, and I started working in the film industry, uh, which is horrible, terrible. And the combo, <laughs> the combo of being like a burnout, like punk rock guy, plus being in the film industry, working like eighteen-hour days, uh, plus uh, I also was a supervisor at Hot Topic at the same time. Uh, Hell yeah, that's yeah. a that's a show in and of itself. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, I could talk all day about Hot Topic, and I won't, uh, but, yeah, uh, you know, it was just like, it, it just, it just wore on me, you know, the, 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 as you, as you get older, as like, you know, a, a, a guy, like, in a scene, you know, it, people, people kind of start getting more hardcore and into some stuff that, you know, you don't necessarily want to stay around, you know, it's kind of like, all right, well, I'm adult now, there's like real adult consequences to <laughs> to things and you know it kind of smacks you smacks you in the face like a brick um and yeah i think i just got burnt out and i saw people around me like you know to, to you know which i know this is kind of heavy and i'm sorry but you know pe people going to jail or you know getting hooked on drugs like stuff like that and i was like i i need to make a fresh start and make a change New York's my favorite city on planet Earth, and, and I mean that, like, truthfully. I've always seen myself moving here. And, yeah, so about four years ago, I said, fuck it, moved here. Fuck like, yeah. Whatever. Yeah. And now you're living okay. the dream. And now I'm living the dream. Yeah. I was like, all right. I was like, all right, I'll, you know, I'll work in, like, film while I'm here, and then, like, you know, I'll figure out, like, if I want to stick to that or do something. Uh, and then COVID happened. <laughs> Like six months after I moved here, um, so yeah, that gave me a lot of uh, opportunity to reflect on stuff I'm really actually passionate about and stuff that I can actually like do shit in. Um, sure. And yeah, I said, um, you know, uh, movies are too toxic, so I'm going to move to a stable, insane industry. I'm gonna I'm gonna pursue fashion. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, which is which is maybe. Uh, from my experience, like less insane, but also it just always leads to like weird shit. Oh yeah, yeah, it's yeah. very. Weird. You you never know what's gonna happen. You never know. I think I think fortunately we're in, and the people listening to this as well. Uh, I think we're all in a space that's very positive, encouraging, very like engaging. Um, you know, I think like vintage, like 
not even just classic menswear, but you know, I just think the vintage scene is very positive, very like helpful. Um, you know, it's not the like capital, like you know, quote unquote, like capital F, like fashion. Right. Um, right. Like yeah. Type scene. A, you know, it's, it's, it's like in my experience, it's it's, whole, it's, it's its own beast. Yeah, it, it's a subculture, like what a lot of us yeah. came out of. Totally. Yeah. And everyone, and you know, said, everyone lifts each other up, and yeah, it's it's pretty cool. And yeah, I love ninety nine point nine percent of uh, people that I've come across, which is not something I could say for anything else I've ever done before. And yeah, I think there's lots of cool people doing this, and it's just fucking awesome to be here. Yeah, totally, totally. We wanted to talk about one of your passions, right? We wanted to talk about Al Fargo's marketplace. What is that one? How did it get the name, which I've been meaning to ask for a while? Mm-hmm. And I guess, how are you involved? Yeah. Um, shout out Alfargo's. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, I, God, where do I even start? I was, I say was because rest in peace MFA uh, with the Reddit, mm-hmm. uh, you know, stuff going on, you know. Uh, shout, shout out them for continuing to. Yeah, totally, totally. totally. I, I, I'm also like, I, I didn't know that about M- MFA, but I'm really excited to hear that. Yeah, no, yeah. They're still, you know, fighting the, fighting the good fight in any way they can, protesting, you know, all this Reddit, you know, stuff that's going on. Uh, you know, it's, it's a bummer that, you know, that space is kind of like off-balled for the time being, but, you know, it's, it's, it's for a good cause. Totally. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I met um, I've met a couple buddies on there. Um, my first buddy, uh, shout out Derek. Um, he was a guy. He's in Canada now. He's I, I say was. He's not. <laughs> but um, he was a guy who was. Um, I, I'm not sure how much personal info I'm allowed to give, so I'm just gonna say he was a student in New York. Um, that was also an active poster on MFA, and he had been going to school here before I moved to the city. Um, and he was involved in kind of like the classic events we're seeing uh, before I got here. We ended up meeting up um, like the Dece- December of 2020, something like that. And he really introduced me to pretty much everybody in the like Al Fargo scene, you know, I, I, I owe pretty much everything to Derek. Shout out Derek. Hope you're... <laughs> yeah. So like big homie, like big props. Like, thank you. Yeah. He, you know, he'd bring me around to events. And he'd bring me around to meet people, stuff like that. It's me too. Uh, I guess the, the head honcho of Al Fargo, um, Stefan Carson. Uh, who is a very close friend of mine, one of my best friends uh, now. But, um, yeah, uh, Derek introduced us. We hit it off super well. Um, he had this market thing that sounded pretty cool. I went one time, you know, I was like, damn, this is, this is pretty sick. I sold, you know, I asked if I could sell stuff, and I had such a cool, like, great experience that I basically, like, you know, I'm a pretty outgoing guy uh you know I, I i'm pretty like unafraid to, you know i don't have a sense of shame i'm pretty i'm pretty good about being like oh well i'll just fuck it i'll just like him so yeah like we'd known each other maybe for like a month two months month. i was like hey how do i like just get in on this um like hmm. how do i how do i like work in this how do i like you know help you like 
see this through? Like, how do I help you achieve your goals? Like stuff like that. How do, how do I, you know, basically like, what do I, what do I got to do to like, uh, to join in? And my heart was fucking pumping out of my chest. She kind of like looks at me and I, you know, there's like a beat of silence. I'm like, oh my God, like what are you fucking going to say? And he's like, yeah, man, sure. He's like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> and yeah, so that's it. Pretty anticlimactic story. But yeah, basically I was like, hey, this is like pretty cool. Like, can I like jump in? And he was like, yeah, sure. <laughs> and yeah, that was, uh, that was that. Um, last January, February, something like that. We've been, yeah, me, him, Elias, and then later on, um, our buddy Zane came on. Uh, shout out Zane, shout out Elias. Uh, yeah, and we've been <laughs> doing it ever since. Fuck yeah. Yeah, it's almost yeah. like you you found the same, like, energy and vibe of being from, like, your background and in, in finding energy and vibes from people. Totally, yeah. It's a really It's a really cool, like, super diverse crowd, and, you know, it's like... Everyone's got great energy, you know, everyone's like, you know, we're classic menswear guys, everyone's a weird little nerd, like, you know, totally, totally, man. (laughs) Yeah, we vibe, we vibe, like, super well, yeah, and we're all outgoing, and, you know, kind of crazy, and, you know, we like wearing cool shit, we like cool shit, stuff like that, so, yeah, it was, um, pretty, pretty natural, kind of, kind of, uh, fit, you know? Totally. Totally. Yeah, we, we talk a lot on the show about, you know, how various subcultures and, like, nerds and... and Dorks. Just... Dork... No, fuck a dork. Uh, nerds are... <laughs> uh, but, you know, we nerds, talk nerds a lot cool, how, cool like... Dorks exactly! Egg fucking exactly! Like, I've, <laughs> I have... I will attest that I have sent Connor in my very stoned late night state at some point the difference between a nerd and a dork i if we can find this screenshot i will post it um and a geek. but Geek's yeah like there, there's varying levels of these things and like nerd is superior because we're all fucking nerds like we love we love something that no one gives a single iota of a fuck about um but well, you're your levi's nerd yeah 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 exactly <laughs> Exactly. Want me to date your jeans? <laughs> right, right. I mean, I, as someone that that sells vintage, I talk about the shit incessantly. And, like, I always say that half of my head is full of shit that no one gives a fuck about. Um, but, yeah, th- this is the okay. connection. It's, it's eight-tenths for me. It's eight-tenths. But anyway. <laughs> okay, all right. Eight-tenths, eight-tenths. <laughs> like, there seems to be some sort of connection between, like, clothing nerd and subculture of various things a lot of times it's punk or skateboarding or whatever like like why like why is that a thing like what are your thoughts on that because it seems like you also are part of this pipeline i i don't know and that's something i've been considering for a long time you know i mean um like matt it sounds like you're former like punk punk like rocker and I know Connor uh, is, is another scenester, and um, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, I you know, you got guys like Tony Sylvester, you know, the punk to uh, punk to hashtag menswear guy is is, is real. It seems like Peter it, Tilly, right? Peter Tilly like, on this show. Yeah, this this yeah. is like I I'm I'm I feel so validated right now because you literally said what I think all the time. 
and have thought for like yeah. a decade now. Yeah, 100%. And, you know, I think me and Connor talked about this when Connor was in New York. Uh, we are at J.G. Mellon with, with Mr. Shane. Uh, yeah. Shout out Shane. Shout out Shane. Uh, <laughs> what's up shane uh shane don't remember the origin of the alfargo's name which i'll get to um you're ta- you're burying it you're it's the saving the best for last saving the best for last it's a long story it's an elaborate story it's a complicated story it's an exciting story um wow yeah i'm building it up it's it's the grand finale it's the grand finale um the alfargo's name origin you know um but anyways, I, I don't I don't know what the it's it's true that it really is a subculture thing. It's such a melting pot. Um, you know, I mean at least from an Alfargo's standpoint, you know, we get lawyers, we get IT guys, we, I don't know, Magic the Gathering people. Uh, you know, like people from people from all walks of life, people from all walks coming around. Uh, I mean scumbag punk rock kids from South Bay, LA, uh, like I don't, I don't know if it's maybe just kind of like a misfit outcast type thing where people need like to belong to a group or something, and this. Is- but so why conform with clothing? That's the. I feel like that is so in a way is anti-punk. Um, yeah. But it's sort of not, right? Because everyone in the punk scene adheres to this bizarre code of dressing that is like yeah. unspoken. Yeah. So anyway, sorry. I just I think it's no, very no. odd. I mean, at least for me, as coming from being like a mohawk, leather jacketed, Doc Martin booted, black skinny jeans, uh, you know, wearer. I just for me, it was like the clothes are cheap because I get stuff out of Goodwill and stuff, and it was just a way to like kind of blend in and look respectable and hey maybe that has another aspect to it of like blending in Uh, like i know there's definitely a lot of people that you know kind of feel like they need to blend into american cultural norms or like fit you know like come across in a certain way um because they feel like they don't maybe adhere to those norms like naturally or like generally um yeah, like, um, for me, I, I I mean, just to give my own personal example, like, I was just tired of getting followed by police and security <laughs> guards when I, like, <laughs> in a store. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. And that well, was, you like, can do, like, you can do a lot more if you're wearing a tie, uh, you know, it's like you this sort the, of... Is this, is this that we're trying to avoid a cease... <laughs> Right, right, right. I love this fucking reference. You are now my favorite person we've ever interviewed for that alone. What is it? Cut that. Cut that. No comment. Yeah. Wow. You don't have to comment. I'm just. I'm in awe right now of of that name drop. Thank you. Thank you. That's a deep cut. We we we're we're going to war with the whole menswear industry, so fuck it. Oh, I don't give a shit. Man. No, it's well, okay. well, no, it's okay. <laughs> but I, uh, I I gotta say, all cops are bastards, <laughs> and yeah, if you're if you're wearing a tie, they follow you a lot less. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. kind of it's crazy, even just being here. I guess you know, in LA, you're not taking public transport, you're not walking on the street, you're not necessarily 
interacting person to person. Um, like you, you, like so, it's a lot less pronounced. You know the like behavior differences. Totally, um, totally. But like, yeah, being here, it was like I used to get like like I, like so, someone threw poop at me. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I was. Wow. I would wear my battle jacket out. I, I'd wear battle jacket number three. I've got three battle jackets. I, I'd wear battle jacket number three out, and like it's like a it's like a vest. Like it's got the classic like you know um, mechanic uh, name tag that says like punt on it. It's got like right. you know a big ass like Tom Waits button on there. Jeff Hell yeah, Tom Waits. Shout out Jeff Rosenstock. Listen to Bone Machine at work today. Scared nice. the guys. Had nice. To change it. Uh, <laughs> Shout out Bone yeah. Machine getting reissued on vinyl after like 30 years. Uh, 30 e- easily years. my favorite Tom Waits anyway. album. <sighs> Swordfish trombones. So. Yeah, I like that. I appreciate I like it. Bastard. Yo, we're, like we're going to have to have you back on the show to talk about all these little tangents that we have gone on in the past hour. 1,000%. Like, 1,000%. Yeah. Get me on here this weekly, is... monthly, yearly. <laughs> um, daily, I'll do it. You know. Um, All right, six, six. I don't know, but Orph- Orphans was also pretty good. Anyways, um, oh, Frank's Wild Years. <laughs> anyways, anyways, Mule, Mule. We didn't even say Mule Variation. Uh, uh that that ties into something that uh something that also is gonna be in this episode. So if you if Get you make it this far and want a spoiler, <laughs> there's your spoiler. Uh oh. Get by in the mule. Anyways, anyways, anyways. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, what the fuck was I even talking about? Uh, <laughs> I think the... the memory the, serves. Yeah, you know, um, fucking... Yeah, the way people treat you when you have a fucking mohawk versus if you have a fucking crew cut, man. Right. Oh, totally. <laughs> it's night and day. Yeah, it's night and day. Okay. And, like, I just used to, like... I used to have, like chainsaws on shit for whatever reason because i thought grindcore is funny you know uh and i had really long hair i just was like no one wanted to talk to me (laughs) so you gotta be wearing a tie yeah that's like yeah that's totally how it was and uh yeah it's like a it's like a suit of armor um I guess, yeah, once again, to get into kind of, like, heavy territory during, like, the Black Lives Matter protests, I was, like, super deep front lines in the cut and stuff like that uh, because I don't have a mm-hmm. sense of self-preservation. Um, yeah. Yeah, I got, like, beaten by police on two separate occasions, and I think... Holy fuck! That was the... <laughs> and sorry i know this is like coming out of nowhere but yeah no no it's great it was just like that was <laughs> that was that was the end of me dressing like a punk rocker i know this is kind of out of context and we could have used that a little better um but yeah, fuck it i don't give a shit yeah that's how that's that's <laughs> that's finally that's like the final straw that got me into full classic menswear like i gotta make a change was just like I don't know. I, I, yeah, I was like the shitty little punk kid and I saw how things were presented as like, it's all these shitty little punk kids like burning buildings down and like shit. And I read a lot of like, you know, Dr. King interviews and like quotes and stuff like that from around, uh, you know, the March on Washington. And something that stood out to me was they placed an emphasis on dressing up. 
Um, yeah. So if you see totally. you know, yeah. photos of the March on Washington and stuff like that, you know, it's all people wearing suits, ties, you know, like Sunday best type stuff. Um, and I guess nowadays it's kind of gets thought of like, oh, that was the era everyone just wore suits, ties daily. And like, it's, it's like, no, like that was an intentional choice. So, you know, it's not, uh, you know, fucking, uh, I don't know. Uh, my, my, my punk name was Brick. Uh, it's not Brick, the like punk shithead getting like his face caved in by a fucking like boot it's like right. you know like jim like jim from church yeah you know, it's no very, it's real it's very real it's very it's about the like, status quo totally yeah which is my, like, i mean i feel like is my angle on it as well it's like i just want to look kind of like a weird freak but uh wearing tweed yeah. yeah exactly and, and i have true. to for the kids for the kids, uh, yeah, <laughs> so, so like dress for this five and six year olds. Hey, no, but yeah, like that's totally that's totally something that I got into this. You know, it's a big reason why. It's just like I felt like if you want people to listen to you, if you want to get something done, you know, if you want to like make your voice heard and like you know enact some like change, it's you're not going to do that, you know smoking a crack pipe on fucking March place, which is very much like the road that I was going down. Um, and you know, it's not something out of the realm of my own experiences. Uh, just trying to, trying to keep it as general as possible. Uh, not getting specific there, but, uh, you know, right. It's, <laughs> it's like, you know, that's, that's not the, the podium you want to stand on. You know, is you don't, you don't want to be the guy wearing the fucking crazy, like, the end is near, like sandwich board, and the- <laughs> right. You know, you don't want to be the guy in the Watchmen, yeah, uh, Rorschach or whatever. You know, it's you want to you want to be the guy who's you know delivering speeches and like what what's his name from Twisted Sister? I mean, he put on a suit and tie to testify before Congress. Oh, D. Snyder, anti- yeah. Uh, anti censorship laws. Um, oh my yeah, god, I, I, I'm sorry, I can't remember his name. D. Um, D. Yeah, D. Snyder. Like, D. Snyder, D. Snyder, yeah. yeah. Like, look at yeah. D. Snyder, I, look at, you know, Frank Frank Zappa was the same way. He got yeah. Oh, totally, totally. Like, Balt- gotta... Baltimore's own Frank Zappa. Uh, I, I, I would be remiss if I didn't say fuck D. Snyder because of his, like, drag tweet a, a month or so ago. Like, oh, dude, I didn't you, see that. you made your career in drag. Like, go fuck yourself if oh, you think this is I a problem. I didn't. I didn't know that. I'm. Sorry. I know. I know. I. I would be. Yeah. I would just feel terrible if I didn't mention that. N- not to. Yeah, not to put a damper on things. But agreed. Agreed. D, like D, you. D. I really respected you up until this thing. Yeah. Know about. That. Yeah. Sure but like you're. You're right. Like if you look respectable, quote unquote, you you were taken more seriously than if you're just an everyday person, and that that doesn't just apply to like kids with mohawks that have like radical views about shit that applies to like literally everyone like redneck fucks that that are wearing a pair of liberty overalls and you know a white t-shirt like they're not going to talk get talked to the same way that someone in a suit and tie is yeah totally yeah it's a big it's a big thing and it's like sad that we even have to think about that stuff and participate in that stuff but totally totally it's, you know, you can't really opt out without 
you know, not fucking yourself, but you you know, without there being consequences to it, you know what I mean? Which yeah, well, it's guess, it's the thing that I like think of the fucking consequences. Yep, you know, like people talk about like I'm I'm apolitical or I'm non-political, and it's like motherfucker, your life is political. There's I mean, there's no luxury to be yeah. Yeah, if, if you've got the luxury and, like, the money, then, like, good on you, but I also don't take your opinion seriously. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's like, when people have to fight every day for the chance to just be themselves, it's like, you don't feel, you know, you're, you're pretty fortunate if you don't have to fucking do that. Yep, 100%. Whatever. Anyways... Uh, <laughs> never mind. I'm not gonna get. I'm not gonna get. I'm not gonna get. <laughs> I'm not gonna get into it. That that's gonna be our uh, our Nick part two, it, where we just talk about these <laughs> random tangents, and then we just talk about the the most political shit on the planet. You're gonna you're gonna you're gonna get some liquor in me, and then you'll uh, go off. No, let's no. fucking do it. <laughs> let's fucking do it. Oh man, hey, I'll be here for part two. But um, part three, part four, like sure, yeah, whatever. But um, yeah, yeah. I really don't know where the fuck that came from, but, uh, yep, get it. <laughs> now I wear ties. So our, uh, our, oh, sorry, go ahead. <laughs> our friend, uh, Laura at Reaper Sower, um, who hey. has been on the show and Shout I Laura. believe is a colleague of yours. Um, Maybe she gave us a little bit of insight. <laughs> it, Con- Connor. Ask her what she would ask. Uh, Connor asked Laura what they would ask you uh, if they were interviewing you. And so this is the question. And this is this is the first gotcha question in one year of doing this dumb fuck podcast. And I hope you're right. Now, now. Uh, So, Nick, if you could have any piece of cat related clothing on the uh, the planet of Earth. What would it be? What's your What's your cat grail clothing piece? My cat grail. Cat grail. Jesus Christ. My cat grail. Oh, uh, I have like. <laughs> That's better nice. than that. Was like ready. You were ready with it. He was. Let's he was not it. provided with this question. I thought this was. The, I thought this was the T-shirt. This was our bonus round question that. Okay. Like I said, it's the only gotcha question we've ever asked. It's a gotcha question. Oh, man. You know what? I'll go for a real basic one, and I'll go for one that's the most niche. No one's going to care. No one's going to No one's gonna like it. But you know what? It's the truth, so I'm going to fucking tell it. Let's do uh, it. The, the, the first one... Which is which is the basic the the the, the basic uh, bastard one? Um, got I, I and I'm ashamed and I'm ashamed for liking it and I'm ashamed for wanting it. But the fucking God, capital the capital trucker hat the denim dudes have you guys seen it? The denim dudes love cats capital trucker hat in frog skin camo. Okay, all right. I'm I'm, I know, you know I'm, I'm with about? you. I'm with you. It's As like, a cat person, like I'm with you. It's like a it's a two hundred dollar baseball hat. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm not with you on that. Not with you on that. But 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 that's why it's a grail. That's why it's not something I own. If someone exactly. would love to give it to me, uh, blue and green. If you're listening, uh, <laughs> out in, out in Philly, is that who is that? Totem is Totem out in Philly. Totem, if you're listening, hook, hook me up. Hook a phone. Please, please. 
Blue, yeah, green, I'll, totem. If, if, blue, if you are totem. fans of this show, hook Nick up with this denim fucking love cats. Hook, hook me up with the denim dudes love cats baseball. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's just like you know, I, I'll be real. I'll be so real right now. I you know I'm a I'm a collector, obviously. Um, you know your first your first video episode uh, should be me doing a closet tour because the amount of shit I have is ridiculous. Damn. Uh, and Laura told me that you asked them uh, how many T-shirts they own, and uh, I think they said that there's one person in the world who has them. Uh, okay. And it's yes. an embarrassing number. An embarrassing number. Uh, but I, I got some. I got some ball caps too, and I've approached the two hundred dollar mark. But I don't know what's stopping me. This denim dudes love hats, love cats. Right, right. Like, I got some. I got some stuff that, frankly, I look at it and I'm like, I can't believe I spent that much money on it. Uh, when it comes to hats, I, I still need totem to come through. I still need to, or or blue and green. Let's make this happen. Legend. Let's make it happen. So, so self edge. You know what? You're cool. Help 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 me out, man. I have you stock capital. Yeah, if you carry this, I've known you for years, and you're listening. Let's give this dude a hat. Let's give this dude a cat. Help me out. Help me out. Two hundred million dollars. Help me out. Help me out. So dumb. Nice. Solid. Uh, yeah. Solid fun. The the other the other the other cat really, and this one is so specialized. Not blue and green can't help me. Manhattan can't help me. CHCM can't help me. No one can help me, you know? Like, Apocalypse Duds, maybe you can help me. Uh, and then, you know, my second grail, uh, this is a niche one. Uh, this guy on MFA, Esoterrorism, used to post with this cat denim jacket with cat eyes painted on the front and a cat painted on the, jack, uh, on the back. And uh, he told me one day that uh, if I sent him his address and he'd mail me the jacket and then he and then he never fucking did so what the fuck uh, uh send me the fuck we're calling <laughs> yeah. you out yeah, yeah. We're calling like, you out. come on bro just hold through your hold through your end of the deal no big deal hold no the and the these deal. kids today have no integrity these kids these kids these kids these kids these uh well, Nick, dude, it's been uh, it's been a pleasure uh, having you on the show. We will definitely have you back on to just Absolutely. maybe maybe me, you, and Connor just ran about dumb shit, and that'll be a Absolutely. that'll be an Apocalypse Does episode. Um, Absolutely. Uh, I, uh, I, I I'm sorry to interject, but would you like to hear the background of Alfago's for the grand finale? I promise I'll be quick. Let's do it. Sure. Let's do it. All right, it's a it's a li- it's a little elaborate, but I can boil it down. So, <clears throat> uh, it's Stefan's dad's name. That's it. Okay. Nice. All right. <laughs> All right. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out Stefan's dad, El Fargo, dude. Like, that's... Stefan's dad. Yeah, that wow. that's a good story, and yeah, yeah like <laughs> keep it keep it homeboy alive, man. El Fargo. Yeah. Uh, we respect you. Alfargo Carson, what's up? Shout out to you. You got a great son. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, 
Well, well, thank you, Nick. <laughs> yeah, thank you again. It really has been a pleasure. Yeah, yeah dude, this has been fun as shit. Uh, and uh, let, we always give our guests a chance to shout out whatever they want to. So have at it, Nick. Uh-huh. Uh, shout out Alfargo's Marketplace. Uh, thanks. <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. For everything. Yeah. Shout out Stefan, shout out Lyle, shout out Zane. Uh, you guys are the best. Um, uh, shout out all the people that said I wouldn't amount to anything. Uh, you guys are great. Thank you. I'm thriving. I think about you almost every day. Uh, and I laugh at you. Uh, shout out the Los Angeles Lakers. Shout out the Los Angeles Dodgers. Uh, shout out Pittsburgh Penguins, Pittsburgh Steelers. Pittsburgh? Wait, what? myself, huh? Pittsburgh? Really? Oh, dear God. Part two. Yeah, we're, we're, part we can't two. get into this. I wish we could. We're saving it for part two. Yeah, I got to uh, eat yeah. dinner. <laughs> yeah. Uh, fuck the Ravens. I just want to make <laughs> that out. Fuck the Ravens. Fuck the Capitals. I won't even say, I won't even uh, say anything. Braves, you're cool. Uh, all right, all right. Because of the same city, they gotta change the girl, name. But Larry, I still stand Larry, the Braves. You're an asshole. <laughs> Fuck Chipper, but you know, Greg Maddox, you're cool. Dodgers legend, Greg Maddox. Yes. Yeah. True. True. <laughs> I, I to interject something right at the end. Connor and I had this discussion yesterday. The uh, the Braves need to change their fucking like. Uh, indigenous name and iconography to the fucking hammers. Hammer and Hank Aaron, it's a really easy switch. We don't need the tomahawk chalk anymore. It doesn't even need to be a chop. Just make it hammering. What do you think? Yeah, yeah. Just make it fucking hammering. Change the goddamn tomahawk. The Atlanta hammers also kind of rhymes. Sorry, I I can't go on a tangent right now. The Atlanta um, Hammers. Atlanta Hammers, dude. Atlanta fucking Hammers. Shout out, shout out, little five points. Shout out, fucking. <laughs> Jesus. Shout out, shout out, fucking, shout out, fucking Ray Lewis shooting that guy in Buckhead. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah. Shout this out is Buckhead. this is all gonna be part of episode part two with Nick. Uh, <laughs> any, anyway, anyway. All this and more or less. All this, all this, and much, much more, um, or less. No, no, definitely yeah. more. Uh, anyway, <laughs> everyone that has made it this far in this funniest conversation we've probably fucking ever had, uh, thank you oh, for listening. Man. Please rate, subscribe, <laughs> uh, go follow Nick. Uh, we will donate post. to the Patreon. Donate to the Venmo. Donate to the fucking PayPal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, donate yeah. To Do- donate to anything fidelity. and everything. Donate to the fucking fidelity, uh, fucking whatever. I don't know anything <laughs> about finance. No, none of us are getting rich off doing this dumb shit. Um, anyway, I'm Matt Smith <laughs> at Rebels Rogues, and I'm Connor Fowler at Connor Fowler. <laughs> uh, and at- I'm Nick Andre at Takashi. 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 Er, Takashi. 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 I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, it's okay. Yeah. 
at Apocalypse Does. It's the Scott uh, Van account. If, uh, if you hate what the fuck just happened in this uh, wild episode, at Apocalypse, or, uh, sorry, Apocalypse Does at gmail.com. We've, we've gotten one email. So feel free to send us hate mail. We don't give a shit. Send me, but, fucking, uh, send me hate mail, see what fucking happens. <laughs> yes yes this is this is one for the fucking ages so uh yeah thank y'all for making it through and we will see you soon see you soon chin chin